Oh, hi. Down in Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Scrap has a situation ship on Friends and Family Hustle. Toya and her sister are trying to get it together. Black Ink, everyone's asses is shaking when Puma makes a return. And we have a double Shantae You Stay on Drag Race. VH100, the podcast starts right now. Welcome! Hi! <laughs> Welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1 with a little something-something. And if you haven't done so already, please make sure to comment and subscribe. My name is Easy Manoli. And I'm Lejeune, and I'm excited about another episode of VH100, mm-hmm. the podcast. So if you want to get involved in the conversation, make sure to use the hashtag VH100 podcast and talk that talk. That's right. So have you been this thing? Did we get a new bed yet? I know uh, it's been creaking. I am not playing. I really need a new bed, but I haven't. I need. I could use some recs. Can you help me? I mean, I did tell you use that memory foam because it contours the svelte body. No, I know, and I and I 100% am gonna follow you on that rec. But I actually need a full bed. This the problem is that the bed that I have currently is a platform bed, <laughs> and I do have a son, and he likes to bounce on the bed. So then when mommy bounces, I. Listen, I just oh, need... Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, well, how, does this, how does this get sexual every time? I'm just saying, can, we'll offline after the show. Let's offline. About the Mommy's bouncing versus son's bouncing is far more different, <laughs> right. but that's okay. Yeah, it's very different. <laughs> so but your son's no. good. No, he's good. This week, he did compare my arm to the blubber of an elephant seal. But I'm fine with that. It's cool because I just started training. I'm about oh, to run a half marathon. I mean, kids say the darndest things, Kids y'all. do say the darndest <laughs> things. It was very specific. Elephant the, seal? Yeah, what is that? It's a real animal. I Googled it. So. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, an elephant seal. I thought you fucked something up, but I was like, I'll just let nope, her have that it's, moment. It's real. The blubber. Oh, okay. No, but okay. How, was your, how was your week easy? It was good. Um, So I am of Orthodox religion, so I did not have Easter this past weekend, but oh. I will have it this upcoming weekend, which also means I get that 50% off candy sales. Right. Oh, oh. You get the sale candy. I know. Excuse me. But um, I did celebrate 420. Ah, as you should. I did. Should. I did. I don't How'd you celebrate? I don't smoke because uh, I... Kind of, I'm like a high schooler and I start coughing a lot. So, my root of choice is edibles. Mm. And I had a little gummy here and there. I felt cute. So, yeah, clearly a lot happened this week. And before we dive into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Black Ink, Drag Race, etc., we have a new segment alert, new segment alert. How? This one's called Pop Culture Pop Quiz, where I'm going to come for Lejeune and test her on alleged. Celebrity gossip. Don't come I- for me. You haven't been sent for. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. You said so- it. <laughs> so she's always focusing on writing up a free cap. And, you know, I'm just like, let's just do this pop culture pop quiz and see if she knows what's going down in the past week. So you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready because I got my ear to these streets. Okay. And then... I haven't really decided on what's going to happen to Lejeune if she gets an answer wrong. Consequences and repercussions? Yeah, so if you have any suggestions, I guess let us know by using the hashtag VH100podcast. But don't go too far. Yeah, because, you know, we're trying to keep it cute. Like, already we figured out a lifeline, but we'll see if she actually does it. So, are you ready for the Pop Culture Pop Quiz? All right, first up. Remy Ma is accused of swinging on Britney Taylor, hitting her in the... Eye! In the eye! Which eye? eye? Which eye? Hold on. Uh, the, I, 
the right. The right. The right. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. I had to like play it out and like, oh, when I saw the picture, which way was she facing? I saw you because that's like a selfie thing. Um, this present day Elwoods proved everyone wrong by acing a tort law essay exam and also gave everyone a tutorial on some questionable sinks in her bathroom. Whoa. Wait, do it again. One more time. Sure, sure, sure. This present day Elwoods proved everyone wrong by acing tort law essay exam and also gave everyone a tutorial on some questionable sinks in her bathroom. I'm mad that I don't know what this is. Think about it. She was a, a lawyer. A lawyer. Oh, a Ow. lawyer. Elle Woods. Come on. Oh, Kim? Yes, Kim, Kim K. K. Ding, 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 ding. All right, this fine oh. ass. Uh, <laughs> I get excited. <laughs> this fine ass zaddy celebrated his 49th birthday by sharing a shirtless picture, making us want more and making us feel all young and restless. Right, he's a zaddy. He turned how old again? 49. 49, and he made he took his shirt off. It was close. What are you doing down there with those hands? No, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm giving you a clogger. Three, but, um, two. No, no, I'm just saying. Okay, okay, who was it? No, miss. It was Shamar Moore. Oh, freak. <laughs> All right, moving on. After Adele and her husband announced that they are separating, everyone selfishly is hoping for this. Um. Think about it, Bo. Adele and her husband are, are separating. separating. Yeah, I heard about so that. So everyone's hoping for this now because they're separating. And everybody's hoping for this? Yeah. Oh, like a tell-all record? Yes! New music! Yes. Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> <laughs> After getting busted at the Canadian-U.S. border and being released on bond from drug and weapons arrest, Kodak Black hit his face behind this. Oh, the paper! That's right! It's like cash! cash. Flow. This queen of pop. Racks on racks on racks. Sorry. <laughs> this queen of pop is premiering her new music video with the sexy Maluma on MTV this week. Ooh, a new music video on MTV this week. Who just dropped some new music? Who just dropped? Wait, who's who's the video being dropped with? Bay? Is it Queen B? No, the queen of pop. Oh wait, I'm saying it again. Say, Miss, read the thing. She doesn't pay attention. That's because <laughs> you know Ronnie's cheating and giving me clues. <laughs> this queen of pop is premiering her new music video with the sexy Maluma on MTV oh, this week. No, 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 no. But think, ma'am, I'm queen s- of pop. Queen of all right, all right, all right. Queen of pop. It's got to either be. Oh wait, that's easy. <laughs> Madonna has new music. Hello, finally. Oh God, she, welcome back. Sometimes I get all caught up. I don't like to be wrong. It's fine. It's fine. Don't get stressed out. Okay. This pop star has been MIA since January and finally resurfaced Easter Sunday after checking herself into a mental health facility a month ago and postponed her Vegas residency until... Oh, Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. Brittany. Yeah, yeah, Vegas. All right, I got you one more. Okay. Homegirl canned her ex-husband's ass from her show and you won't find his name in the credits anywhere. Oh, yes, yes. How you doing? <laughs> Miss Wendy Williams. How you doing? That's right. We right. don't know how Kevin Hunter is doing, but that's okay. Right. We don't know. We don't care. <laughs> All right. So that was the pop Boy, culture bye. pop quiz. Hey, how'd I do? How'd I do? I don't even know. I but... feel like I, I was struggling on some pretty basic clues. Yeah, like the queen of pop. Right. So, all right, let's get back into our VH1 bubble. Yeah, let's do it. Let's chat about Black and Crew, because a lot went down. Crystal meets up with her dad to build a relationship with him and his ponytail. Tati is ironing her shirt with a flat iron. But for me, Sky had me working that diaphragm, because I was laughing quite a bit. (laughs) When you say lines like, I'm runner-up for Mother Teresa number two. Right. Because, you know, she's trying to help Caesar find his inner peace. She just makes me laugh so much. She's doing well with that. 
I feel like she's doing well, right. and she's also doing well at organizing H Work Fashion Show. She's holding auditions. I'm a big fan of this kind of fashion show, to be honest, because to me, if I was a woman, I would want to see how the clothes move on me. That's true. Right? And that's true. If, on a runway, yes, that's cute. It's beautiful. The aesthetics is there. However, if I want to do a cartwheel into a split, I need is to that know. shit going to rip? Right. We don't know. Is, is this outfit going to give? That's what I'm saying. But, well, speaking of Sky, quick sidebar. I did text her recently to give her some, you know, love because her best friend's son unfortunately passed away. And I was just like, you know, just sending you a lot of strength. And It's her godson, right? Yeah, it's her godson. Mm -hmm. So, But she did send this lovely little voice note that I want to play for you because she was very, very happy and it made me happy because, you know, stuff like that is challenging. So let me try to put this shit on speaker. Uh, Here we go. Of course you Come So, uh, <laughs> yes. So I love my girl Sky, and I hope that the twerk fashion show goes off without a hitch. Right. But then, of course, she For does— her little secret. <laughs> she does add a little spice because she does invite Puma out to the L.A. trip. And, of course, she does have Donna partake in the twerk fashion show. I'm going to just say, I must say, Donna may have been a little too much too soon. No? Yeah, I agree, because there was already a lot to take in with Puma. For Caesar, we're talking about, in Caesar's right. defense. There's a lot for Caesar to take in, because already he was supposed to only go there with Sky, right, solo. Then we invite everybody else, and then Puma comes in, and there is a very deep history there. Right. So also, you were saying, like, adding Donna into the mix, that's a fresher wound than the Puma wound, Yeah, and then you, and another difference between Puma, the Puma and Donna situation is that, you know, they have, like, a real history that goes way, way back. Yeah. And so, you know, their stakes in their friendship, there's a, there's a lot more there, you know? And right now, the situation with Donna is super fresh. He just found out that she is a a large part of the reason why Alex went ahead and pursued this lawsuit. So I don't know. I feel like things are still not settled there. The lawsuit is still on the table. It's a lot to do so soon. But I loved the Puma reconnect. That was Uh, dope for me. No, yeah, I did like that too because especially when you, whenever you have like a connection with a friend and then all of a sudden you kind of lose your way a little bit and then you reconvene. I do like seeing people come together. So I love seeing people come together, especially people who are not together for reasons they can't even remember. Right. <laughs> he doesn't remember because I think, I don't remember how it exactly played out, but I remember Caesar saying, I don't remember where the beef started Yeah, between he so and So that's Puma. when you know that it's time to go. But I really love that moment. Like, that was one of my favorite moments on the show. And maybe it was personal for me because I recently um, was supposed to link up with an old friend. Oh, do I know, tell, I know. do tell. Well, we were supposed to link up when I was in ATL for work, and then she recently hit me up about 
you know, feeling like maybe it's in our best interest to not link since we haven't been friends for like 10 years. And I was like, okay, Ma. Oh, that's okay. That's cool, miss. I just thought, you know, never was trying to be best friends or anything, but I just thought seeing as though we're grown women, time has passed, you know, we can apologize, hug it up, cry, move forward, and live life. Because who wants to be like holding on to childhood grudges? Because we were kids then and now we're fully grown women. Okay, so Puma and Caesar squashed their beef. You and said so person did not. No, we didn't, but that's, you know, and sometimes that's the way that the cookie crumbles, you know. Everyone is not always, sometimes people are here for a reason and a season, and they're not intended to be there <laughs> for the whole journey. And so I'm just taking it like that, and I, I honestly feel like it was a blessing that I learned that we're not on the same wavelength, so I didn't waste time investing in a friendship that I didn't need. So I just look at it like I'm just going to take that lesson yeah. and keep the blessing, but I don't, I'm not pressed about this friendship. I'm like, girl, bye. Like, what are you talking about? So now it's interesting that you say investing time in a friendship because Crystal is trying to invest time with her dad and yes. rebuild that relationship. And I was very shocked and very sad to hear that he does not apparently call her for her birthday. And I know how I get. I'm like, oh, excuse me, you did not comment on my Facebook wall and wish right. me a happy birthday, let alone having your whole dad not Blocked. give you a phone call. So, yeah, and she was, like, crying, and I know you were a little— Yeah, you had I felt something a certain set. kind of way. I felt a certain kind of way. It's one thing, sir, to miss your daughter's birthday, maybe a year, one year, but don't consistently— consistently miss her birthday and when she's crying to you about it you're just standing there looking silly with that little ponytail on the top of your oh, head oh no not the ponytail <laughs> she's come for his whole hairstyle no that wasn't right he could have reached out and given her a hug and said sorry okay like i just felt like in that whole entire interaction it took way too long for him to reach out to her and give her a hug true okay so switching gears though um, we know that we love to play VH ASMR. Yes, we do. And thankfully, this week, there weren't a lot of big blowout fights. So kudos to everybody. Claps all around for them. Right. <laughs> but we do love doing VH ASMR when there's a lot of cussing involved. Mm-hmm. And there was one particular scene where Kitty was trying to talk to Caesar, trying to give him a heads up that Donna was coming. And it didn't really play out that well. Right, which I respect because at first I was like, oh, why is she being messy? Like, if we feel like Caesar should know, like, you should have had that conversation when you found out that Donna was coming. But, yeah. like, seeing his reaction, let me know, oh, I really see that somebody had to try try to do something. She tried. She so, tried. who do you want to be? Do you want to be Kitty or Caesar? You know, I like to get good meowing. So. I know. <laughs> All right. So oh, this my is, meow's not working. Yeah, do it again. There she mm. is. Ooh, that was like a Mariah Carey cat. Yeah. Yeah. MCC. All right, so this is VHASMR. Beep, beep, again, beep, Donna. Eh. 
That was VHMR. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. That was cute, right? Yeah. Uh, but I know Kitty does raise uh, an interesting point to Caesar, saying, you know, if you could forgive Puma, you should be able to forgive Donna. But like we said earlier, yeah. that's. It's It's, a fresh wound. It's a fresh wound, completely different situations, different friendships, different bonds. It's a lot. But, Mm. you know, I respect the effort because anything could happen. You know, in a a perfect world, yeah. Okay. But you know what? We're going to find out if anything does happen on the season finale next week of Black Ink. I saw the next on. The right? next on the next on was full of of tea and juice. There was. It's like clearly Caesar and Alex get into it a little bit. And it's everyone's last night in LA. Tati and Toki get into it yet again. Sky invites yet another person from Caesar's past to complete his quote unquote inner piece. So there's Who a lot is it? Going That's on. the thing I want to know. Who is it gonna be? Who is it gonna be? Who is it gonna be? Wait, on the low, I tried to figure it out and they won't tell me. Yeah, I know, because I was there when you sent the text. I know, because I was like, (laughs) let me find out. Like, you know, this girl's wearing pretty-ass shoes. She's stepping out of this big-ass SUV. She looks hot. The the block is hot because we're doing this podcast now, and they don't want us to blow it up. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? They don't believe. Loose lips sinks ships. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So before we get into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Lejeune, remind everybody how they can get silly with us. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, use that hashtag VH100podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Plug the hashtag. All right, so. So, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, my girl Carly Red, she does know a thing or two about engagement. But before we break it down, Lejeune, yeah. please hit me with that freestyle <sighs> recap we affectionately call the free cap. Yeah. Am I counting you in or are you just doing it? I'm going to just, j- just yeah, jump just, right into it. Just do it. You're an independent yeah. woman. <laughs> Let's go. KK said it's a wrap. When she found out that Tiara popped scrap, she pull up straight to her job, no cap scrap, all the way home, and he's not going back. Spice on that bleach and steel. Carly party got real. Jock bought his new boot through. Shay said that Carly been acting brand new, so she busts out a fresh message from Pooh. She said Carly 45 and found a new boot. Plus, she been munching on the cookies, too. Ooh. <laughs> Who knew? No. <laughs> I'm actually not surprised about that, finding out that apparently Carly, quote-unquote, Munched on the cookies, but... I'm not surprised either, just because of different interactions that have happened um, in past episodes of Love and Hip Hop, and when some certain freaky conversations have come up, I've just seen a little twinkle in Carly's eye. Yeah. And it does suck, though, because, you know, it is Carly's engagement party, and I guess she had, like, an event organizer who hired Shay as a DJ. Right, and Shay got a little little messy here. Shay was messy on so many levels. Shay was out of control. Yeah, because... I was just like, even the announcement that she did, I was just all like, okay, so you're just revealing her age, and that's it? That's the gag? Yeah, the gag and the cookies, and I don't know why it's been a thing where ladies always love to throw Carly's age in there. And it's like, at the end of the day, this has been happening since season God knows what. We know Carly's a little older, but she looks better than half of these young chicks that come on the show, so what? Exactly. And that black don't crack. <laughs> My whole thing is Shay. If you're so mad that Carly doesn't remember you, you could have texted her and said something about that. Oh, oh, do you not have the number, Shay? <laughs> Which well, g- maybe you're not as tight as you all thought y'all really were. Why are you feeling so hurt when you feel like you have to, like, expose her as such an important moment in her life? Like, this is a moment that she's always going to have to now associate with your triflingness. No, I know. And then, but... Everybody did defend Carly, though, because, you know, she was doing a heartfelt speech. And then Shay's like, okay, that's great, that's great. 
X, Y, Z, here's what I got. And then even Tokyo was like, what you doing, what you doing, what you doing, what you doing? Right. And then when they try to escort Shay out, Spice literally throws a drink on her. Yeah, and Spice, and when she, and even when Shay brought up about the cookies, Spice was like, so what? Yeah. So, so what? what? <laughs> exactly. Right. But then, no, but I have to just say one thing. She just, she got escorted out. That was her job. That was a gig. She was hired to do that. And wasn't it just last episode that she was talking about how important it is for her to get back out there and be independent and get a job? Miss, you're not, you're not on the right track. Yeah. Like, you may, you might need where to you sit eat. back down. Yeah, that's what they say. Don't share where you eat, y'all. Right. That's why you're not, I don't know. It's a lot. She just did the most. <laughs> and I saw on the next on that they're trying to get her to... To apologize. To apo- I didn't like that smirk that came on after everyone was like, apolog- what's so fun? Like, what don't you understand? You went way too far. Yeah, especially at an engagement party. But that's all right. So Hold on. Before we leave there, I have to yeah. go back because Carly has plays a role in there. Hit me. She, you remember when they did the walkthrough and Carly met Shay? Shay threw shade when Carly said it was her first engagement. Yeah. And Shay was like... Oh, really? I don't know. I just personally feel like, Carly, when you notice that shade, you should have checked that situation there. And be like, um, I'm going to need another DJ. The vibe doesn't feel right. So yeah. congratulations. I think everybody kind of played themselves a little bit, but Carly didn't deserve that at her um, party. <laughs> but I guess Shay deserved to get a drink thrown on her from Spice. She did. A whole <laughs> you felt drink. that. A whole you felt bottle, that. yeah. Okay. But then, so yeah, Spice is playing a black hypocrisy for her friends. That was cute. And that was cute. So what were your thoughts on Spice in this episode? Well, I I was relieved when the episode started because I saw her chopping it up and showing the video. And, you know, they were having a discussion about, you know, how how moving and how um, poignant the message is and how she's able to get it across Mm -hmm. with the visuals. So everyone was sort of like feeling her and where she was coming from. And you were thinking, oh, you're not really going to bleach your skin. This is something that you're just doing for this project, for these visuals, to prove this point. And then the conversation keeps going, and then you realize, no, she's dead serious still considering bleaching her skin. I know. It does make me sad. but I'm- It makes me sad, but whatever. It is what it is, and I'm sad that she has to go through these feelings that whatever would make her feel like she needs to do this, I'm sad about it, but I loved Tokyo um, being her rep, her PR rep. Oh, yeah, at the part. <laughs> when I'm taking no questions, girl. <laughs> Well, because everyone, that was the first time they all saw Spice after she went on Instagram Live. Loved it. And all that fun stuff. But Moniz, kikiing with KK, right? Right. Telling telling her that she's dictumatized by her son. I'm not sure where she thought that conversation was going to go. I'm curious how she imagined that convo playing out after she told that man's mother that she's dictumatized by him. (laughs) They're very close, clearly. They're very close. I've been dictumatized too, haven't you? Yeah, but I've never told told the man's mother. Okay, I guess you're right. But back to your point about them being very close. They are close. They are a little too close because you have, do you remember the scene when Akbar V was given the receipts about Tommy. Yes, about the photo that's out there, yes. Exactly, and then Moniz's response is, she needs to talk to KK about this, and Akbar V is like, rewind. Like, (laughs) of course, the family is always going to have families back, so why do you want to talk to her? And Moniz's like, oh, she keeps it real with me. And then you saw how KK was going to bat for her when she was talking to Scrap. He's like, I don't want to talk about relationships with you, Ma. They should just be together, KK and Moniz. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. That's a twist. But It'd con- be cute. Congratulations for Scrap. He's out of the halfway house. He's out of the halfway house. So, yeah, for him. And KK's trying to keep him there. Keep him there. Because, well, to you, what kind of girl should Scrap date? 
Because KK has a lot of opinions. She's like, you don't want to be with this one because, you know, you're on parole, etc. Right. Let's get into this, too, right? Because yeah. KK had a lot of opinion back in the day with one of the women that she just is telling him is going to be his downfall, Tommy. Because mm-hmm. at one point in time, once upon a time, KK was super team Tommy, yes. right? Yeah. And it seems to me like I'm seeing a pattern of the type of women that KK thinks is right for her son because <laughs> she's trying to protect Scrap from KK, I mean, from Tommy, but yet she's hooking him up with Moniece. And she, I don't know if she knows, but Moniece will go zero from 100 real quick. Yeah. No, and she does. And she's admitted that herself. So that is not the type of woman that I feel like she Scrap needs to be, be with. He needs to be with a woman, maybe a woman like me. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to shoot my shot. <laughs> I'm not trying to shoot my shot. It's like conflict of interest. Right. I'm just saying that you need to be with a woman that's not trying to fight a man. Like, I'm not trying to fight you. I'm not, we're not, I'm not squaring up with a man about any drama or any beef or anything. Listen, I see you. We have a communication. We're not on the same page. You're doing your thing. I'm going to chuck you to deuce. I'm going to chuck you a deuce and a smile. And you're going to realize later that you messed up. Okay. <laughs> And that's a subtle smile. Then right nobody's there. going to jail. Got it. Okay. So no, I'm good on that. I have options. So I'm not fighting <laughs> a man. So maybe somebody that has like like a Kendra, but I mean Kendra's with Jock, right? But yeah, Kendra, yeah, yeah. you're saying Kendra's Kendra, like calm, Kendra cool, style. and collected. Yeah, she's calm, cool, collected. She's like you know got her professional career, and you know she got. A, I love, love integrity the suits. I love the suits. I love it. Love, no, love she's it. Bad. I also love that she refuses to call Jock by his stage name. She always calls him Jaseel. It's Jaseel. so cute. I think it's super, super, super cute. I think it makes Jock look more attractive to have a beautiful woman calling him Jaseel. I d- I'm very into it because I had to rewind the tape for a hot second because I was like, does she just call him by his government name? Right. And I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> okay, Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> so you already touched on this on the next song, but uh, Tokyo and Shekinah tell Shay to apologize to Carly. Carly gets some results back that, you know, her hormones are going down. And Moniz confronts Scrap and she is crying. What about? We're not really sure. Yeah. We'll have to tune in next week. I think she's going to be upset about Tommy, right? I'm going to assume so. Right. But you know what they say about assuming. It yeah. makes an ass out of you, and me. <laughs> All right, so T.I. and Tiny, friends and family hustle. We had a new episode. What was your favorite moment from the episode, Miss Thang? Um, well, all right, it's not my favorite episode, but I was sad about seeing Monica deal with um, her dad's health issues, especially seeing how tight the family is um, and how much she leans on them. Mm-hmm. But I loved every time she re- hearing her refer to her dad as Pa. I don't know yeah, why. And that's I just her stepdad, so too. Right. That's and cute. And so it's really, really cute. They're, they're a really cute family. Um, but what I want to know is what you thought about the uh, presentation that the boys did. Oh, King Rocco. Yeah, I, I thought... First of all, I was impressed, too, just like Tip, Tiny, and Monica were, that they had a whole presentation, like a PowerPoint presentation on why they should invest in them. Right. But then when it came down to the money, because, you know, Tip, Tiny, and Monica know these streets. They're like, all right, how much are you asking for? And he's like, King's like, 250K. And I was like, a pop? I was like, damn, he wants like $750,000 to start a sneaker ice cream business, which I'm not mad at. You know, pie in the sky. Right. Ask and you shall receive. And they always say, ask for the highest and then, you know, negotiate your way down. No, no, it was really cute. I was surprised by the presentation, too, especially after seeing their prep meeting, which was. The prep meeting was so cute. (laughs) It was very cute, very impromptu. But I have to say, when it comes to the presentation, I'm glad that Tip made that Gucci point. Because honestly, in the culture, we have to stand for something. 
something, right? We can't be supporting brands that are not going to, you know, respect the culture. Or support you. Or yeah. support, yeah. So, no, I, I definitely got that I'm with point, that, too. and I love it. And that was something that was always instilled in me growing up. Um, not necessarily with, like, major brands, but I was always taught, like, listen, we you work hard, we work hard. Because at the time I was a kid, so my parents were like, we work hard for our money. When we spend our dollars, we want to be treated with respect. And, you know, they always just instilled in me, like, spend your money where you're going to be treated kindly and treated fair. So I, I love that. I love that he's in, that he's holding on to that for the culture and also passing it down to his kids. Yeah, and I know we're going to see that play out more throughout the season, T.I. versus Gucci. Right. So there's that. But on a fun side... Uh, Toya is throwing a first birthday party for her daughter, Rain. That's cute. But then, in the mix of all that and organizing and releasing a kid's book, she's decided to go help out LaToya and Tommy and Gigi, their daughter, move from Texas to Atlanta. So she flies on over there with her baby. God bless her. She's a rider for that, literally. That's what I'm saying. And... First of all, I do love that they were like, oh, we're doing this road trip. So I pictured, I don't know, a car or an SUV, but it was right. like a whole damn tour bus. So I was like, damn. Must be nice. That is super nice because I would love a love love a road trip like that. Right. And then you heard Toya talking about her days on the tour bus with Un Petit Wayne. Yes. That was and cute. Yeah, she just like wasn't a fan of it. But, but she does make it on time so Red can see his daughter. So they can ha- have the appropriate first birthday hello. And the party goes off without a hitch. But, of course, the big thing was, is Toya's sister, BD, going to show up? I know. I feel like, honestly, I was I was annoyed by that scene when BD finally showed up. I could see why. Yeah, because she shows up late. And when asked why she was late, she just said, well, I was sleeping. And I don't know if I was actually invited because I got to save the date. Which apparently she RSVP'd to, but she didn't get an official invite and says that it's Toya's fault. First of all, ma'am, so, that's your sister. You know you're invited. Why would someone send you a, a save the date? If you receive a save the date, you're invited. And at that point, if you haven't received the invitation, maybe you should check your call your sister and say, sis, what's good? I didn't get an invitation. Yeah. Maybe you missed it. Maybe she missed it in the mail, like. That happens sometimes. Like, reach out, but don't try to be petty and prove a point, and you know that this means a lot to your sister. Um, I just felt bad because I just thought that it was petty. But, you know, it shows that there's room for growth that can happen here. So maybe we can get Sky and uh, T.I. and Tiny, oh. and she can... <laughs> Crossover episode! <laughs> right. Look at you! You're like right. an agent, a TV agent it's all of a sudden. True. No, no, for real. We got to... Um, you know, keep these bonds, you know, with the family. That's all we got. No, it's true. Which you do see in the upcoming episode when they did the next on, <laughs> you do see that uh, Toya and BD do have a sit down and they're trying to hash things out. But then on top of that, uh, LaToya invites her parents to Gigi's first photo shoot and they kind of get into it, LaToya's parents. And then Tiny is talking about doing a solo effort as writer, which is her alter ego. And T.I. Right. says it sounds stupid. Which I didn't like. You didn't like what? That he said it was stupid? Or yeah, that... I don't think that, you know, you should 
call other people's ideas stupid. I think that if you don't think it's a good idea, there's another way to go about it. But mm. to call somebody's idea stupid is a bit much. And especially because, you know, we see Tiny out there with Escape touring again now. Mm-hmm. And we've seen her sort of dabble a little bit with some singles. But this isn't a, a place where she's, like, comfortable, where she's been, like, doing her thing. You know, she's used to moving hence around the with the group. Hence the alter ego. Right, hence the alter ego. So it doesn't help if your significant other is telling you, what you want to do is stupid. Yeah. Well, maybe they have a tight relationship like that because I know sometimes I say it to you. I'm like, oh, girl, you stupid. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like if there was something that I really was trying to pursue, Uh, like you probably wouldn't say that's stupid. You might be like, you might suggest, you know, some other ways to go about it and put it out there. Right. This is cute, but... (laughs) Right. But you're not going to be like, that's stupid. And that's just... I don't know. That was corny. I didn't like it. Okay. Well, I guess we'll just see what happens on the next episode. Right. (laughs) So last week on Drag Race, we had everyone's favorite challenge, the Snatch Game, and an epic lip sync battle between Evie Oddly and Brooklyn Heights. Mm -hmm. I legit didn't know who was going to get the Shantae you stay. <laughs> but to our surprise, no one got eliminated. Right. It made me very, very happy, and they really threw it down. So, of course, we have to do don't read the comments to see how the people reacted because it was a very pivotal moment. But I love this don't read the comments because we're not just hearing from the people, we're hearing from the queens themselves. Exactly. So, yes, honey. <laughs> off the bat, uh, Brooklyn Heights did send out a tweet apologizing to Celine Dion because, in case you didn't watch it, Brooklyn imitated Celine Dion for the Snatch Game. So Brooklyn tweeted, Sorry, Celine. Sorry, Canada. (laughs) Apologize to the whole damn country. And then Evie Oddly, again, Snatch Game. Evie was impersonating Whoopi Goldberg and tweeted, Watching myself in this Snatch Game, dot, 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 and attached a Whoopi gift to it that said, You in danger, girl, from the ghost movie. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so, of course, everybody knows that Silky and Evie have some drama right, amongst themselves. Right, right, right. And everybody was coming for Silky pretty hard on They were going social. hard. They were. And Silky did tweet and IG that I was going to come here and address all you haters, but I remembered y'all don't sign no damn checks. Right. Which is true. It's a good point. So, but some examples of what people were saying on Twitter using the hashtag Drag Race Again, Silky. Uh, so at Dunn Again Dude, I think, <laughs> says, I'm still not over how Nina killed two Snatch Game characters, wore a super unique runway, and lost to Silky, who played herself and wore a boring gown. Stop trying to make Silky happen. That's right. a, a play on the Mean Girls. Stop trying to make Fetch happen. Fetch happen, yeah, yeah, that's so it. So cute. That what was you... cute and clever. <laughs> uh, we have the... Arch monster, something mm-hmm. like that. Looks about right. Cute. Um, after last night's lip sync, I finally understand how straight men feel about sports. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> that is really true because anytime we have a finale of Drag Race, we in the gay community call it our Super Bowl. Yes. And people get hyped up because I go out in the bars in New York City and they like scream at the TV. They get really, really into it. Oh, that's something I need to do. Watch it in a bar. No, come with me, please. Because commercial breaks, you sip, 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 and then literally it comes back on. Everyone's like, shh. Yes. And they get pissed if you're talking while the show is on. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, So at Meet Meet 4 a.m. says, they criticize Vanjie for using her tone of voice and her looks. Silky does the same thing every week, and they congratulate her. Hmm. 
I just want to say that I really like that handle because it's kind of like the Roadrunner Mimi, but then it's also kind of like nasty. <laughs> I know it is kind of <laughs> nasty. I'm like, okay. So yeah, those are just some of the, <laughs> the tweets that were going out about Silky. But then in the Instagram world, just to chat about this epic lip sync battle between Evie Oddly and Brooklyn Heights at Jesse B41653 said, I think Evie was a little too extra. Anyone else? And this garnered some comments. Right. Mortal Kombat finisher. Finisher. Hello. was like, yeah, it was nothing. I mean, it was nothing but a gymnastic session. Not as spectacular as people are saying. Yeah, that Jesse hit back with. I just don't think she has much stage presence either. So there's that. But I do know that sometimes people are just saying that when it comes to lip syncing, it's not just down to a lip sync anymore that they're expecting acrobatics yeah, yeah, from yeah. a lot of our drag queens, which is hard because if you're not limber, et cetera, and you can't do a flip or a split, I'm trying to do a split. I've been doing stretches every morning. Oh. I'll show you later. Okay. I but can do one. You can? Yeah. Like the one where your legs no, go this way? No, I can only do it straight forward with my legs straight Ow. across. Yeah. How porn star of you. Oh, I've been doing it since a kid. Oh, so- <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. I used to be a cheerleader. Oh, my God. I always wanted to be a cheerleader, too, but better like I was a guy. It just wasn't working. In my day, I feel like guys were starting to be cheerleaders. No, like they you always were had too, like two. I had a lot to deal with as a kid. Right, in Pennsylvania. you're right. You know yeah. what I mean. I had a lot of things too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, but uh, me too, one, me too. One last Instagram comment from our Drag Race official Instagram page is at Bianca Dion. This cured my depression, my acne, and my thyroid problems. So there you go. All right, you know, Easy. I want to know though from you. Oh Lord, what <laughs> snatch game performance really resonated? So. For me, it is very rare that somebody does two characters in one Snatch Game. I know Bob the Track Queen did it, but that's why for this one I was going to side with Nina only because she busted out two different characters in a Snatch Game because you already have so much to do to Mm. impersonate one person to do two and nail it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was bomb. Yeah, that was. You got to give it up. Oh, give it up. Oh, uh, so this week on Drag Race, we have guest judges Cheyenne Jackson, Natasha Leon, and Fortune Feimster. The challenge, our queens have to improv an outrageous parody of police shows when getting busted by our LADP, which stands for Los Angeles Drag Police, not what the other DP means. Right. Clear it, clear it up. Double penetration. <laughs> no one does that. Stop it! <laughs> so that's exciting. What kind of show are we doing? I don't know. It's very all over the place. It's like a little bit of horny, but a little bit of VH1, and a little bit of UMA. (laughs) It's cute. It's a lot. But uh, what? (laughs) It's a lot. So, Lejeune, any last thoughts on our episode? Yes. I would like to dedicate um, today's show, I would like to dedicate. To Tati's flat iron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, tell me you did not peep that scene where she was casually ironing her blouse. No, I'm gonna with the say flat iron. that was very resourceful because I always think. I mean, I'm not a. I don't have a flat iron myself, but now I want to invest in one because it was such a quick 
little shot that they showed, like, of of her just in the bathroom holding a T-shirt, flat ironing the wrinkles out. I was like, keep our girl wrinkle-free over there. Keep our girl wrinkle-free over there. I wasn't mad at that, and I feel like I feel like that was a low-key life hack. That, no, it really is. So thank you, Tati, for that. And you know what? And Do you want to thank me for highlighting that takeaway for yes. the people? Yes, All yes, right. yes. You're welcome. <laughs> Kudos to Lejeune. So that's a wrap <laughs> on episode three of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word, not STDs. That's right, of course. And be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for at Love and Hip Hop, at VH1, and at Black Ink Oh, and obviously, we're also going to plug ours, too. Duh. I am Easy Manoli, Easy M-A-N-O-L-I. And I am... At I am the June. That's I am LA June like the month. Ooh, so cute. So make sure you're listening to us. Keep it 100. 100. Oh. Uh-huh. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests? against stay-at-home orders around the country. It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.